Seven Lamb presents Paralyzed. Chapter 3 The Storm. Part 1. search through the woods. Ethan and Brian were leading, but no one knew where we were going. The cabin was gone now, covered by trees. I could just barely make out the faint light of the upstairs loft in the distance. The rain was coming down harder. We hadn't heard Ashley in a good ten minutes now. Although the thunder was louder and was most likely blocking out her cries. Cooper held the propane lantern high, trying to provide us with as much light as possible. I think we should head this way. Ten more minutes passed and we were deeper into the woods. No cries from Ashley. No clues to her whereabouts. See if I could spot the cabin. I just looked. We're too far out now. Jen was right. The light of the upstairs loft was gone. Drowned in darkness. I don't know if we should be going this far out. As long as we stick together. That was her! She's close! Ashley! Ashley! Hey, hey, uh, maybe we shouldn't shout. I want to go back. Yeah, so do I. Ashley, where are you? We all stopped to survey the area. Cooper swung the lantern around. Everyone else used flashlights to see, but the beams just glided off stone and bark. Nothing. Fuck. Ashley! Ashley! Brian. Ashley! Where are you? What was that? I think it was just the rain. No, I heard movement. Let's go back. Yeah, I agree. Let's get the fuck out of here. Not without Ashley. Shit, man. I don't see her. I'm going. Katie, don't. Oh, there's definitely something here. Flashlight beams went wild. They crisscrossed and zoomed through the woods, searching for the noise. Cooper put the lantern down on a rock and pulled out a cigarette. He lit it. I could see his hands trembling. Guys, I I say we go. He picked up the lantern and started walking. What the fuck was that? That wasn't Ashley. This was starting to be 
become worse than any nightmare. Ethan, let's go back. Now. Okay, good idea. Okay, guys, we'll just go back to... Ethan abruptly stopped talking. I turned to him to see him staring off. I followed his gaze right to Cooper. Cooper was wide-eyed. The cigarette dropped from his lips. A bit of blood slid out of his mouth. Cooper was unmoving. And that's when I noticed it. The long, scrawny arm and hand sticking out of his stomach. The long skeletal fingers moving rhythmically. Blood dripping down. Something larger stood behind him. Everyone was frozen. Watching this play out in slow motion. The lantern slipped from Cooper's grasp and landed on the rock. It burst momentarily into a ball of flame, brightening the area and showing a figure standing behind Cooper. And then everything went dark. running a moment to get my bearings. I let the rain wash over me. Bits of twigs and leaves fell with the rain. I could see flashlight beams zigzagging in the distance. What the hell was that? It didn't look human. Oh shit. It was closer. I started running again. I pushed as hard as I could. What if I couldn't find the cabin? I could be lost out here. Cooper was dead. Oh my god. Cooper was dead. 
shit! Where was it? I ran harder. I hit a rock and stumbled, falling through a patch of thorn bushes. I rolled my way out and quickly got to my feet. That's when I saw the sky. I was in the tall grass field west of the cabin. There it was. The cabin! I made it! I made it! And that's when I noticed the lights were out. The deja vu came back and I remembered my dream. I spun around expecting the tall shadowy figure to appear behind me. There was nothing but thick forest. I turned back to the cabin. The lights were off. I approached cautiously. My dream had made me weary. I expected to see the lights flash on with the dark figure in the upstairs loft. But nothing happened. This wasn't a dream, David. Come on. This is real. This is real. ran to the cabin. When I ran inside, a wave of relief washed over me. Water dripped from my sopping clothes. I pushed the wet hair from my eyes. The place was pitch black. What? I quickly ran around to each room, turning the lights on. No one else had made a pack, but I hoped turning the lights back on would help direct everyone to the cabin. Of course, who turned the lights off? I ran up the iron staircase to the upstairs loft. <laughs> the last light was now turned on. I stood by the upstairs window. I could still hear the distant screams in between the cracks of thunder. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Rain pelted the glass. I couldn't see anything. and the scream stopped. Or maybe it was just the storm finally drowning them out. Should I go back and try and find Jeb? Seth? Everybody else? I didn't know what to do. Instead, I just waited.
thirty minutes had passed and I had yet to move. The storm didn't let up either. I finally made my way over to the bed and sat down. An hour went by, and I watched the hands click by on the clock. No one. Nobody came back. I just wanted the others to make it out. The storm was starting to let up. The rain slowing. Maybe that would help. I started shivering. My clothes were still damp. I heard the front door open. Somebody came into the cabin. Hello? Holy shit! It was Ethan! Is anybody here? Hello? I heard him searching downstairs for any sign of life. I made my way to the railing and looked down. I didn't see him, though. He must have been in the bedroom or the kitchen, maybe. Finally, he made his way out and instantly looked up at me. I could see him relax as he saw me. He was holding the axe firmly in his hand. David, thank God. Ethan ran upstairs to join me. He took a quick scan of the loft. Is it just you? I nodded. What the hell is going on? I don't know. Have you heard from anyone else? The scream stopped an hour ago. Jesus. Well, there has to be others. Who the hell was that? Who? Or what? What do you mean? I didn't get a good look. Well, it definitely wasn't an animal. It was a fucking psycho with long hair, and he stabbed Cooper. His hand was through Cooper! What do you, what do you mean his hand was through Cooper? I saw it! That can't be. We should have never split up. We should have never went out there. We had to find Ashley. But we didn't! We had to try. And now everyone's gone, Ethan! They'll make it back. You don't know that! How did, how did you make it back? I don't know, until I, I just kept running until I found the cabin. I was lucky. I was following Brian for a good amount of time until he dropped his flashlight and he disappeared from my view. It didn't help that the storm was there. Well, it's passing now. Well, good. Maybe that'll help everybody find their way back. Have you tried your phone? <laughs> no. Ethan pulled out his phone and tried dialing 911. He shook his head. It must be the storm. Ethan. They didn't work before. Well, the storm was moving in. I feel like Ethan was just talking to talk. He didn't truly believe that, neither did I. He made his way to the window. Peered out. Rain slowly trickled against the window. Do you see anything? No. Ethan, what do we do? 
We wait. We wait for the others. What if no one else makes it? We wait. Ethan. We wait. Others will make it back. He said it with such cautious authority that I felt it was a strong wish he would hope to come true, rather than a fact. Regardless, I wanted to believe him. So we waited. An hour passed in the blink of an eye, and then another. By 3 a.m., we were still upstairs, peering out the window. We waited, and waited, and continued to wait more. No one else came back. Paralyzed. Written by Robert M. Lamb. Edited by Jonathan Moss. Starring Jonathan Moss as David. Julia W.D. Harrison as Jen. Jose Caraballo as Ethan. Kyle Appleyard as Seth. Hope Ennis as Katie. Mike Lenhart as Brian. John Lassabeth as Cooper and Jennifer Loudermilk as Ashley. Co-starring Ricky Lehner, Matt Deacon, Robert M. Lamb, Christopher Postel, Jack Austin, Nick Engelhardt, Ariel Zadok, and Ashley Cartesano. Music and composition by Jonathan Moss. Additional music provided by bensound.com, incompetech.com, and dmixmusic.com. Don't forget to rate and review Paralyzed on iTunes. This has been a Seven Lamb production.